Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Generally Casual. I'm one of your co-hosts, Michael, and joined with me today is... Richard and Corey. Hey! <laughs> hey! I like it. Hey, yep. do you hear how fresh our our voices sound? Well, my my voice, particularly, this sounds time, so I think. so fresh, Nice Corey. and clean. Yeah. yeah. Brushed out teeth today. Yeah. Well, well, I was going to say, you're also in the studio today as opposed to in yeah, Corey's that's, Corner. That's true. That's yeah. where he goes yeah. when he's not here. He broadcasted previously from Corey's Corner, and now Corey's he's here. Yeah, they don't Corey's get Tuner. good uh, Wi-Fi reception in Corey's Corner. No, they really don't. Yeah. That's where all the Corys go when they're not wanted. Yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, part of uh, Corey's Corner is developing some new feelings this year because it's going to be a very New Year soon. Um, not when, not when, uh, not when this podcast comes out, but <laughs> shortly after that, we're going to have a new year's and that's what our topic is about. Different new year's across the world, our own new year's traditions and, uh, Richard looking at stuff. I, I do that a lot. Yeah. I like to look at things. Yeah. He doesn't like to keep his eyes closed. No, <laughs> except for when I'm sleeping. Yeah. Um, so let's get right into it. Richard, what is new year's? Oh, well, New Year's is a celebration of the renewal of the seasons. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to continue? Yeah, if the you would like. The earliest recorded festivities in honor of a New Year's arrival date back uh, date back some 4,000 years to ancient Babylon. And we'll, we'll, we'll quote unquote say, after that, we have thousands of years of people going, ah, and then, oh, new seasons. Basically, the renewal of when your seasonal activities start. Everywhere that's different, obviously, but it's basically, okay, winter's coming close, or one solstice is coming to a close, the next one starts, and it's the time in between those, about in the middle is like when the new year would start in ancient times, right? Well, I was going to say, a lot of what uh, ancient cultures would base everything, everything was cyclical, so it would either be lunar cycles, solar Mm. cycles, seasonal cycles... They were very big on cyclical things yeah. anyway. So it only makes sense to celebrate a new year as well. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure as as soon as there was a calendar of some sorts, there was some sort of celebration about the renewal of the calendar. The, How the crazily reset. on point. Because the first calendar that most people, most mainstream people, we're not talking about those indie calendar people on the oh, side. Oh, man. Then hipsters. <laughs> We're celebrating those those wild rebellion calendars. Uh, the mainstream calendar, the January through December calendar, most people um, follow is Gregorian. Yes. Um, and there's a weird story about that, <laughs> the way that started. Um, it is an early Roman calendar, which um, used to consist of 10 months with 304 days. At some point... People are like, okay, well, this is not quite aligning correctly every year. Like, <laughs> it's getting off of it. So, uh, which means what you said. It it's fell seasons. out of sync with the sun and the yeah, seasons, yeah. And so the it started cycles. shifting. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in 46 BC, the great emperor Julius Caesar himself decided to solve the problem by consulting the most prominent of astronomers and mathematicians and going to all of them and say, how do we solve this problem? Because every great leader doesn't solve problems by themselves. They hey, solve it with others. Pythagoras, you did that whole triangle thing. Can you also figure out <laughs> the year calendar place? Yeah, exactly. I know you're busy with triangles, but can you take a break from the triangles and solve this problem too? We just have more days. <laughs> That's well, it. Genius. More days. <laughs> oh my God. Pythagoras, you're the greatest mathematician of our time. 
And that's why Caesar was killed. A lot of people didn't like the extra oh, days. Yeah. yeah. And funny enough, didn't market it correctly. For, for how silly of a joke that was, it was that's basically what they did. They were just like, <laughs> add some more days, and they added what was called the Julian calendar, which quickly evolved into the Gregorian calendar that we solve today. Um, so in order to realign the Roman calendar with the sun cycles, Julius Caesar added an extra 90 days to the year 46 BC. So ever since 46 BC, every year has had an extra 90 days on top of it. I would assume that that also has to do with why July was named after Julius Caesar, I think. You might be right. I think. Don't worry what you like to say, idiots. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yes, that's exactly why. Um, And obviously, there are not 394 days in a a calendar today. No. (laughs) So they were like, okay, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves and reduce those back down. Um, they they reconsulted with mathematicians and yeah. ast- astronomers and said, "Oh yeah, yeah, sorry, we overcompensated." Yeah, there was one extra one. There was too many months that you just added. Subtract Let's one now. Scale it they back. were balancing the scales. Yeah. They skipped a few days for a few years, so they needed to add more, so they get the extra days into the people's diet. And then once you you know average out the days, they can di- go back a bit. You know? Cut yeah. the calories. I yeah. got gotcha. you. Well, and also. It, Kind of thinking about it, if there was 10 months already, adding 90 extra days is about three months, which makes the number 13, and we always know that superstition yeah, is around the number 13. So it makes sense that they're like, no, 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 no. We'll retract it back down to 12, and we'll just call some of these extra months like, well, some of them got 31 days. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> we'll just tag in a couple extra days here yeah. and there, and then 12 months. So, like, obviously, at the first thing that pops into my head is like why would you put the beginning of the year practically in the center of winter that seems like a weird starting point uh but obviously the julius julius julian character calendar and gregorian calendar aren't the only ones and sometimes new year's falls on different days for different calendars correct correct true and now if we but if we think about that idea real quick yes before transitioning to an obvious transition that that was amazing for it's not winter everywhere at the same time um in so, the places uh, that counted back then <laughs> <laughs> that's coming from a resident southern <laughs> hemisphere person italy's the only place that that matter <laughs> back then uh the discovered world was northern hemisphere only pretty much that's true and then they were like weather you better say the same everywhere um, I mean, someplace it kind of did. Yeah, in some places true. it's cold at the same times. Um, it just got more windy. Yeah, I was like, you know, when you said that, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Maybe if they would have started the calendar in Australia, it'd be different. I I bet you it would have. Who knows? What as an Australian, when would you have started the calendar? Um, when would January first be? You know, it's the middle of summer for us, so it's just fine. <laughs> okay, okay, never mind. So maybe it was? I maybe it like, was started in Australia secretly. I feel like, I don't know, maybe it would make more sense to start it on, like, a like a spring. Like, the first of spring. I feel like that would be a good time to start it. Because you're like, cool, this is the renewal, just came out of winter, bam, we're out of the hard part into the good part. So like, here. so like the moment the weather starts to change and things get warmer. That's the first. That's, that's when the first yeah. one happens. Oh, that'd be Although here. it's always kind of pretty warm in Australia, except for like two places. So, so you end every year on a down, 
and you start every year in and up. Kind of like this year, hopefully. Let's <laughs> <laughs> hope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what Corey said is that, yeah, there are definitely different New Year's everywhere. Um, and they all started at different times. Obviously, the Gregorian calendar is what is mainstream now. But we didn't have that calendar everywhere all the time because there's some places that were like, no, no, Rome, you can't control us. So, and if you didn't see, I was waving my finger around. All sassy-like. All sassy-like. And um, and so, obviously, all of these, uh, a bunch of different cultures has started their new year at different times. For instance, um, Egypt was tied around a an event that happened every single year. So, they were like, oh, well, that's a good signature way of saying that's when our new year starts. And if you don't know, Egypt has the large river, the Nile. I didn't want to say denial because then someone's going to make a dumb joke. Corey, Richard. You already said <laughs> No, that. that's the obvious Disneyland Jungle Cruise joke, and yeah. I don't need to make it. <laughs> um, and the year usually started with the flooding of the Nile. And so they were like, oh, well, this also coincides with a star, the Sirius star. Um, and they're like, oh, that's a good time to tell us when the new year is. Which is really funny that they basically start the year with a disaster every single year. <laughs> Natural disaster. Sure, let's just start our year on that. How much west can it get? Yeah. They, see, they do the opposite. They start their year on a down, and then they just work up. <laughs> hey, what happened on January 1st? Um, well, a lot of people got drowned. Oh, that's the, everything looks up from there. We lost Katut and <laughs> went up from there. Hey, one could say they don't start their year in denial. See, you made the joke. <laughs> I didn't want you guys to make a joke. Uh, Only I get to make a joke. Yeah. <laughs> seventh wonder of the world. I, I wish I could hear the recording on everybody else who's listening to this. Everyone goes, oh. oh. And then they, smack. You hear the face slap. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we'll get into this in a little bit. But the first day of Chinese New Year occurs with the second new moon. And I'm going to get into it a little bit. But the, the second new moon for them is between January and February, like the beginning of January to the end of February. So hmm. the new moon that resides in there is when Chinese New Year starts. Well, and it's kind of what we already talked about, lunar cycles being important to a lot of different cultures. Um, and these are actually different traditions um, that I'll get into in a little bit. Um, I'm going to have Richard talk about Rosh Hashanah Hashanah. Yep. <laughs> So, Richard, what is Rosh Hashanah? No, 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 no. So, that is the Hebrew or Jewish Can you New say it Year. correctly for me? What? Can you say it correctly for oh, me? Oh, Rosh Hashanah? Yeah, thank you. There we go. Yeah. Not Rosh and Banana. Not Russian Banana. Why no. is it that you are always the one, Michael, that sounds like you're talking Hebrew through a sock? Like... <laughs> <laughs> it's always you. <laughs> um... So, yes, that is the New Year celebration for, like I said, Hebrew and or Jewish people. Is that the fasting one? No, no, no. No, that's Yom Kippur. That's Yom Kippur. Yes. Um, which I was actually mentioned um, because um, Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah. Rosh, <laughs> Rosh Hashanah. Um, is actually the start of the Jewish high holidays. Yes. Um, as, like, the first one to note that the year is... Uh, is beginning now here's some weird information there is actually four separate new years in the hebrew calendar and all of them have to do with something else but traditionally rosh hashanah is the is the the main start of the new year which in terms of of their calendar is completely different than the gregorian calendar absolutely not only year wise which we actually mentioned during the hanukkah episode it is year, year 5781 five, yeah it's 5781 
and then their months are also named differently. They're also slightly offset to the Gregorian calendar months yeah. as well. So it makes sense. Rosh Hashanah is actually literally on the changing of the year. Yeah. Um, and the four different years that they have are all have to do. Um, there's one that's like a, a financial new year. There's one like an academic new year. There's like one that's like for work. There's like four different new years that have to do with subjects. Makes sense. Um, and the term Rosh means head and Shana means year. So it's literally the head of the year, the start of the year. Makes sense. Yeah, I thought that was pretty, uh, pretty interesting. Um, and this was for a, a lot of people, Middle East, Egypt, um, those who are in the following of Hebrew faith in that area are the ones who follow this calendar. Yeah. Yeah. What is interesting is it, uh, it says that it follows the start of the economic year as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, that's the other one. Um, uh, economic year. And then uh, another one was harvest. That, I think that was the fourth one. I don't know if I said that. Which is actually really common, actually, um, because I was just reading that the Cambodian New Year is actually different to Chinese New Year as well. Oh. And uh, Cambodian New Year is to celebrate the end of a harvest. So it's at uh, it's like mid-April-ish. <laughs> um, and they se- celebrate like having the big harvest of fruits and stuff before winter comes in and all the rain comes in and stuff. Uh. I mean, that actually makes a lot of sense. It's similar to the discussion that we had for like the Thanksgiving discussion that like cultures during those times because they were so centralized around farming that they would basically have famines when food was low and obviously famines but they would do rationing and stuff of their their food supply and then they would celebrate mm-hmm. during those thanksgiving times because they had more food and more supplies so that only makes sense to kind of celebrate your year around that type of stuff too makes sense too because there wasn't exactly refrigeration so it's kind of like eat while you got it yeah <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> Hey, at least salt your, pork was not a thing. At least uh, your food is always farm fresh. You no, know? farm to table. Farm to table. That's the true meaning of farm to table. Literally and it's a going, fresh table too. What? And that's made of farm. What? No, that's made of wood. Oh. They made. The, it's a fresh table that they just made. And, they and then the, they the and then they put on. the fresh food on. And then they eat the table. Yeah, yeah. we got this. exactly. <laughs> this isn't even a pun I want to get carried away with. <laughs> Another popular New Year's, because Rosh Hashanah is one that's pretty popularized, that people know about. The other one, I would say, like, is near number two for just absolutely everybody in the world knowing about it, is Chinese New Year's. Um, Chinese New Year's um, is popularized also, I think, in Chinese or in Mandarin-speaking countries as Spring Festival. Um, Because kind of like what Corey said, um, it's starting to get into... The the earliest signs of spring, at least on that side of the world. Um, and like I said a little bit earlier, the first day of Chinese New Year begins on the new moon that appears between January 21st and February 20th. So about a month of time, whenever that new year new moon is, that's when New Year's is. It is kind of astounding to me that they had the ability to basically predict lunar cycles the point of that ancient culture still kind of celebrating that new year every single time because they could see the pattern and they could you know dedicate that it's crazy to me yeah oh and and if i'm not mistaken a a lot of stuff we we have today comes from china so they were definitely on the on the forefront of technology for a long time yeah i mean it just seems like that that was the direction that that their science equivalent back then was actually very interested in and kept 
detailed, clear records of that stuff and was able to find the patterns on it. Yeah. And I would, there's, there's a story that goes along with Chinese New Year, but I didn't want to read the entire story where it's like the race between the, the animals, the oh. Chinese New Year's animals. Where it's oh, like the why, Zodiac the race. Zodiac, yeah, yeah, the Zodiac race. Uh, but there's another one that I didn't know about um, that associates itself with uh, a mythical beast that ties itself to the beginning of Chinese New Year. Hmm. So I'm going to read this out for all of you. And we're going to say that's Neon. Sure. Sure. Yep. Corey? Yeah? Neon? Neon. Thanks, man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Neon. according to Tales and Legends, the beginning of Chinese New Year started with a mystical, mythical beast called the Nian, a beast that lives under the sea or in the mountains during the annual spring festival. The Nian would eat villagers, especially children, in the middle of the night. This kind of sounds like our Christmas episode. Wow. <laughs> One year, all the villagers decided to go hide from the beast. An old man appeared from the villagers, uh, appeared before the villagers went into hiding and said that he would stay the night and would get revenge on the neon. All the villagers thought he was insane. But um, the old man was like, yeah, I'll stay. <laughs> I got an idea. The old man put up red papers and set off firecrackers, which are two iconic things for New Year, yeah. uh, Chinese New Year's. And the day after, the villagers came back in the town and saw that nothing had been destroyed. They assumed that the old man was a deity who came to save them. The villagers then understood that Yan Huang had discovered that the neon was afraid of the color red and loud noises. So from then on, the tradition grew that when New Year's was approaching, the villagers would also wear red clothes, hang red lanterns, and red spring scrolls on the windows and doors. People would also use firecrackers to frighten away the Nian. From then on, Nian never came back to the village, and it was eventually captured by Hung Jun Lao Zhu, an ancient Taoist monk. After that, Nian retreated to a nearby mountain, and the name of the mountain has been uh, long lost over the years. So, oh, it ends in a sad note. Yeah, well, oh, sad, sad little, <laughs> the sad name, little The beast. name has been lost. Oh. <laughs> It's the end of the year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was a, I, I, I saw the, like the, the shout outs to the red and the firecrackers, which yeah. is like everything I know, um, at least popularized about Chinese New Year's in the first place is a lot of red for good luck um, and firecrackers. The coin pouches. For, yeah. And, so yeah. You know when they do the big like puppet dragon dance thing? Is that supposed to be the neon? We don't know. I'm not sure. It says it no lives idea. under the sea or in the mountains, but I don't see because I thought that that lion-headed is mm-hmm. supposed to be a dragon. I thought is that's is, what I thought. I, too, I would assume yeah. not. I would assume not. That's why I was kind of wondering if that was symbolized in that way. But oh, you know what? That's Corey, so cool. Yeah. Corey, we'll research that. Yeah. And we'll come back to we'll you. Figure it out. Yeah, we'll do one five-minute episode all about is that true or is that false? <laughs> Just reading through a list of uh, now on this episode, you asked me this. Yes, <laughs> that's it. That's it. We're not going to give you. Context. We're done. We're on to episode seven. No, episode eight. Yes. Where's the fact-checking episode? We need that. Um, and I thought I would uh, kind of at least round out some interesting information for all of you, um, and then talk to you about your New Year's traditions. Yes. So every year on New Year's, I think most people would know that in New York, there is a giant ball drop. And no, we're not talking about when people feel like they're older. We're talking. <laughs> we're talking about. It's actually winter, too. 
Um, we're talking about uh, a massive ball that does a 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 drop, and then at zero, there's a big ball uh, on some on building. On top of the Empire State Building. There we go. There we go. It's on the Empire State Building, yep. and it drops at and finishes at midnight. Um, some other popularized ones I would feel like in a general category is kissing at midnight, um, dressing up fancily. Um, any others you guys can think of like before I get into like some specific ones? I can't think of some general I mean fireworks. Fireworks. Fireworks are the biggest one. Getting like, super drunk. Um, going to parties. Otherwise like New Year's kisses. New Year's like, kisses. Having the first kiss of the New Year, stuff like that. Yeah. Um And then you never stop kissing the entire year. You just keep your lips locked yeah. the whole time. That's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I decided I would go out and find some other New Year's traditions, and these are actually kind of fun. So, if you want to try these out, go ahead and try these out for the New Year's. Wait, wait, what's Jump 7 Waves? Hey, what's Jump 7 Waves, Richard? Why don't you explain that to me? I don't know. Okay, so let's get into it. It's a Brazil <laughs> tradition, I'm pretty sure. Oh, um, I see. Where they, ju- where they go to the beaches, and they jump over seven waves as a way to start their New Year with good luck. There you go. Yeah, and that's I was like, oh, that's pretty fun. I'm surprised that they didn't do like another soccer-related one. Like, I feel like that's very stereotypical, but there should have been a soccer insert. <laughs> <laughs> you kick seven balls. <laughs> I, well, I was going to say, just because like the entire country has, you know, prevalent World Cup They can make stuff. new traditions. Okay. They could. But they didn't. But they didn't. <laughs> um, another one, oh, Auld Lang Sign is uh, another popular song to... Sing, yes, which is a actually a Scottish tradition, oh. which I, I learned about. Oh. In Japan, they eat... Uh, Corey, can you read that for me? Koshi Koshi Soba. Thank you. And what is that? Uh, it's a type of noodle. It's made out of buckwheat, and then it's normally got some sort of dipping sauce. Mm-hmm. Sounds delicious. Oh, so, uh, is that just the noodles that you that are like come out, and then you dip them in sauce and then eat just the noodle, right? Yes. Yeah. Got it. Um, so this is no, no, no. I, so like, I'm more familiar with like the like water, the waterfall noodles. Have you seen that? Kind of. I think I know what you mean. You yeah. throw yeah. a bunch of noodles in a yeah. waterfall. So the whole point more or less. of like the soba noodles is because it's about the consistency of the noodle and the texture uh, of the noodle. You don't leave it in the sauce because then they get soggy. soggy. So it's about having a light sauce that you dip the flavorful noodle into. That makes sense. Thanks, Corey. Yeah. Um, and eating that on New Year's is indicative of having a wonderful New Year and living a long, healthy life. Yeah. So as long as you do that at the same time every year, you'll live longer. It's proven. Um, <laughs> we get into uh, Denmark, which I think this is also a popular one, is jumping off a chair right when you hit zero or like in between that time. So you're jumping into the New Year. <laughs> That's a very literal thing. Yeah, literal, literally. Yeah, you jump into the new year. So wow. they they usually get on a chair, and I think like right when you're about to hit zero, you jump off the chair, so you're like in the air, and then you land, and in you the land new year. by the time it hits the new year. Yeah, and if you're late, if you skydive, it's even better. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to skydive at midnight, though. You want to land. At twelve oh one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're just going, you're just going. Aah! I'm gonna time this perfectly. Yeah. So you you, you jump, jump out at, at like eleven fifty five. Eleven fifty five, and you're like, all right, this descent is gonna take me nine minutes 
or like six minutes i have to make sure i dive down yeah if someone's done that i want to see a video of that oh, even though God. it's dark and you probably won't be able to see that much that's um, the new meme that's like the same thing as like if you start this this star wars at this time the death star will blow up at exactly at midnight that oh, type of <laughs> um in spain they have a tradition uh, i think it's also a like a uh, health style thing where they eat 12 grapes on new year's everybody likes grapes yeah, well, you can only eat 12 of them. Uh, I mean, in this case, yeah, Spain, I guess you're only allowed to eat 12. And it's full of grapes. That's yeah, the normal amount. We get into some silly ones. or uh, Not silly, but I think these are exciting ones. <laughs> in Costa Rica, uh, you take your suitcase and you run around the block when it's New Year's. This is a sign of traveling. Like, you wish yourself luck for traveling that year. Uh, I wonder if they have, like, specific requirements for what kind of suitcase. <laughs> it must Clearly... Be uh, Costa Rica did not help us out last year because no. this year we did not get much traveling in. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> no one ran around the block last year. <laughs> oh. um, in Greece, they hang onions outside. I think of their window or door uh, as a sign for growth that year. Ugh. Good harvest, tall people. You know. Um, in Ecuador, they burn effigies. By lighting the effigy on fire, you're letting the bad of the year go and moving on to the next. So I hope there's a lot of eff- effigies in Ecuador this year. Which actually is kind of uh, similar to the way that the Hebrew stuff is. That's why Yom Kippur is like right mm-hmm. around Rio Shoshana. Because you basically uh, purge yourself of all of the sins of the previous year and then just let it go. And here's my favorite one of the group. Uh, Russia. They burn, then drink your wishes. So what does that mean? So before midnight, you write down your wishes for 2021 on a piece of paper. Then you light the paper on fire. Once it's stopped burning, you sprinkle all the wish-filled ashes into a glass of champagne and drink it after the clock strikes midnight. I'm slightly disappointed that it says champagne and not vodka. Uh, it's probably, it's, I mean, the article I was reading probably put it nicely. But, you know, I would probably say a shot of vodka. Yeah, or maybe it's to dilute the ashes a little more, so you're not just drinking Dude, ashes and a straight, shot of vodka. Yeah, I was gonna say straight up alcohol and ash. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe they're kind of like, yeah, we started off the year feeling great. Normally, we have a hangover. Start of the new year, we never having a hangover because the charcoal's in there and it absorbs some of the yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, what are your what are your some of your guys's New Year's traditions? Because I feel like kind of like Christmas, New Year's is the time where people do very specific things that they do every year. Like, fall asleep before midnight, before actually watching anything happen, and having a good night's rest. I've done that. Yeah, I was going to say, are we talking about New Year's now, or New Year's in the past? Because I feel like those are two different things. Well, let's talk about New Year's in the past, and then talk about what you're going to do this year. Okay. Uh, in the past, one of the big things that my family would do that we always loved was uh, we'd get like a picnic ready, and kind of put the picnic blankets in the back of the car, drive on top of a car park like a multi-tiered car park thing um and then that would be near the beach so we would watch the fireworks that get set off on the beach from there and you get a really good view because you're high high up and then you have um we would toast with apple cider the Mm. non-alcoholic kind um we got our kids drunk every year sparkling sparkling apple juice i don't know sparkling cider yeah yeah Yeah. that's the thing um grape juice yeah yeah, and that would be our, our New Year's. That's very cute. Yeah. Um, we used to I think we start we stopped doing this even like before you left high school. The where we used to invite a couple people over, 
play Boulder Dash or some games together. My parents would drink a lot of wine and get a little silly. Yep. And then Richard and I would just sort of enjoy the board games and then, like, go watch the countdown. Usually. Yeah, until we, mom and we dad We watch would. the series of countdowns because usually they do the New York one first and then they'd kind of do it across, Cycle through the, the, world. Yeah. across the country. But, yeah, usually that's what it was back then. Um, I think the only thing that I've... When we have had people over and or gathered for New Year's, usually board games are the kind of the main thing that we carried over. Yeah. Um, but since then, it's basically just been watch my daughter try and stay up, and if she stays <laughs> up, then yay. It's a good and year. Then, and if she sees her shadow, then it's not going to be a good that's, year. Yeah, we <laughs> definitely go for the Groundhog Day type thing. Um, <laughs> otherwise, it's usually my wife and I just kind of stay up for a while and then just go to bed. Yeah. Normally, I tell myself I'll stay up, and then I'm like, nah, I can't be bothered. I'll go to sleep. (laughs) Usually, I'm up till 11 anyway, so to stay up an extra hour is fine, but it just depends. A lot of the time, I normally have to work New Year's Day as well, so I'm I'm one of those people that are like, I don't get to enjoy it. (laughs) That is true. true. This year, I I don't have to work on New Year's Day. Whoa. Go, Richard. What about you, Michael? What are you planning on? I usually make delicious food and then stay up till midnight and try to do something through the New Year's. I usually don't do the countdown during the for midnight. Usually, I just go. It's eleven thirty. We're doing something, and then it suddenly becomes twelve thirty. We're like, (laughs) that's the thing. It's like the past few years. I don't think I've actually paid attention when it's actually turned to midnight. You know, maybe it's just because of how we used to do it. But what's funny is. Maybe it's because we don't use the radio as much anymore. I remember a big thing for me for New Year's growing up was you put the radio on and the radio hosts would do the countdown. That actually and makes a lot of sense. You would, would do the same thing out. with the TV. Yeah. Because yeah. usually they would be like Dick Dick Clark's Rockin' Eve or whatever. And Oh, yeah. Oh, we watched the parade. Too. Yeah. The New Year's Eve parade. Yeah. Huh? I think maybe with like... A higher influx of streaming or like playing board Internet. games or video games or whatever, you don't have someone else <laughs> yelling at you like it's coming down right now. Ten nine eight. Now, if you play the first episode of Futurama, you could just play the first three minutes, and there's going to be a countdown immediately. And then if you rewind time ten minutes before, and then keep playing the episode of Futurama, you'll get the other countdown that happens at the end. Is that one where he's in the two thousand? It becomes two thousand. I, I feel like there's, there's a meme the somewhere that says if you start this episode of Futurama at some time, you, you get could get the second countdown at that time. If you're flying away from the sun, no, <laughs> you'll hit all the, the New sun. Years. <laughs> so you travel from California to Hawaii and I, watch the episode on the plane. I wonder what the people in the International Space Station do. I don't know. That's an interesting question. I I assume they are a multicultural group. We, we need and to do a, celebrate maybe, multiple New Years. Do a podcast all about the ISS. Maybe it's uh, you know, the country where they're from. Based. That's what I was saying. They That's do their time saying. zone, yeah. like yeah. yeah. Or they just go from Mission Control. <laughs> <laughs> mission Control. So the person. What is, time is it? <laughs> they're like, ah, oh, it's midnight. Yay! Who did it? Dehydrated champagne for everyone. We. <laughs> maybe they just go from Greenwich Mean Time. I oh would. I mean, goodness. that's technically what the world goes off of. Yeah. So 
how pompous to think that that's where time starts. <laughs> what if they make their own calendar? They're like space calendar. So it's always New Year's? <laughs> just have a bunch They're of They're like, calendar. we don't want to celebrate this anymore. <laughs> this is space calendar. It's space calendar. <laughs> this is for everybody who's in the, in the space. This I bet you year Elon 27. Musk has his Mars calendar already. <laughs> year 27 of space calendar. <laughs> um. Well, something that normally happens after space calendar is over um, <laughs> is that there's another tradition of people who set resolutions. And a resolution is basically vowing to yourself that you will do something the next year. And I think the statistic is that 35% of people set an unrealistic uh, expectation for themselves, <laughs> an, an unrealistic resolution. And then it's something like, like 25% really of people or or something like actually follow through with it. That's well the 35 the 35% of people who set unrealistic ones don't follow through with it. Well the the thing that I thought I saw was like I think 70% of people that set uh resolutions fail within like the first month or something. Yeah. It oh, was wow. so big crazy. Uh do you guys remember your resolutions from last year? I did not set any. So you I succeeded. That's true. I I <laughs> Had, must have had some sort of premonition about this year because I did not set myself any standards to So, <laughs> a little bit of a, a history thing. We actually... Corey is not a real we, person. Well, no. Um, we <laughs> actually two, two started... in a suit. <laughs> we, we started doing preparation for this podcast, actually, last year, the end of the year. So, we technically had a New Year's resolution recorded episode. But it's now in the in the ether because it was really bad quality and stuff like that. But well, we started doing the podcast around then. Yeah, yeah. And okay. so I guarantee you, it, we have it somewhere. But I guarantee you, we could probably listen back and and I know I remember because you just mentioned you said I didn't have any, and I bet you that's on that. Yeah, yeah. Richard, do you remember yours? I don't. Oh at wait, all. no, mine was to be healthier. I think exercise more. That sounds about what yeah. mine was that's too. And I did that. You did. I did, except I, for my quarantine isolation period. I went on more I, I hikes actually, this year. I, I was going to say, I definitely got more exercise this year. I've been eating healthier this year, too. So I stopped eating hu- humans, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty fatty. Yeah. Especially the ones I eat. Yep. I'm, I'm, done, I'm done with that now, I swear. <laughs> I'm leaving the room right now. <laughs> <laughs> he left. I swear he did. <laughs> Maybe not a few future podcast all about cannibalism. Uh, candleism? <laughs> candleism. When you eat candles. It's where you dip people in wax. <laughs> yeah. You light them on top. That's a terrible it's movie. It's a reverse kink. Yeah. Um, I want to talk to you guys about where resolutions came from. So you know how we talked about like 4,000 years ago in ancient Babylonia? Yes. Uh, Babylonia. Babylonia. Well, you know, they started doing New Year's and funnily enough, came with resolutions. So good job, Babylonians. You started a lot of our traditions. So they would make promises to their gods at the start of each year that they would return borrowed objects and pay their debts. So they didn't make up their own. They had a pre-subscribed resolution that they would all follow. I wonder if their percentage was just as bad as ours. <laughs> 70% of people just didn't return borrowed objects or pay their and debts they, at all. The gods are mad at them. <laughs> yeah. like, um, the Romans, following that, began each year by making promises to the god Janus, 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 uh, for whom the month of January is named. So they would promise the god stuff. 
Yeah, there was no J in the in the uh, Roman. Language. Anus. It's Janus. Um, in the medieval era, medieval era, the knights took the peacock vow at the end of the Christmas season each year to reaffirm their commitment to chivalry. Oh, I thought it was that they would kill a peacock for Christmas every year. Yeah, the vow of peacocks. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I don't think that's a very tasty bird, though. um, And then there's other religions that would uh, do something similar. That's kind of where our traditions come from, is at the beginning of every year, people just make promises, and then that has slowly evolved to be like, oh, well, you're going to make a promise to yourself of something you want to keep up this this upcoming year. Hmm. And make it, here's step number one. If you're going to make a resolution, make sure it's attainable and not unrealistic. Don't go, my New Year's resolution this year is to get a million dollars. I don't think that's how resolutions work anyway. Well, it's not like a wish. Yeah, it's totally a wish. <laughs> you don't just wish for things. That's not how it works. It's something like, it's like almost like a goal. My or... New Year's resolution Richard, that is, is to get a resolution that gives me wishes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Richard, like finding a genie. Like, Richard, that's, not... that's the same thing. Yeah, your your goal is to make a million dollars that year, which is to work hard and earn a lot of money. No, no, no. You said get a million dollars. Yeah, you just find it somewhere. <laughs> And if you find it somewhere, then your resolution is accomplished. Then you're good. So do you guys have any attainable resolutions that you've thought of so far? Well, I mean, apparently... A million dollar suit. (laughs) Like a suit that's made out of a million dollars? No, it's just a suit that that says a million dollars. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is actually pretty attainable. It's actually really cheap. I was going to say, just get a cheap suit and then have mom embroider a million dollars. No, no, no. It's a dollar store shopee. It's even more attainable. (laughs) write it on the inside where the tag is yeah, yeah. exactly um i think myself i want to continue the whole like being healthier thing and continuing the exercise but also uh especially after this past year i definitely if it is doable want to set myself the goal to travel at least once this year hey you did yeah. you got out of your house yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> and michael setting attainable. the barrel <laughs> real low <laughs> <laughs> them standards Richard what's your resolution this year um, I don't want to have the same healthy one if that's what I had because I am healthier and I just want to continue on that trend um, resolution number one continue I think, on that trend I think um, also I want to say I had a money one last year too get a million dollars no <laughs> um, win the lottery <laughs> and I think this this past year, I have been more fiscally responsible, so continuing on that trend would be nice, too. I don't know if I have one, honestly. I think I'm just going to play it by ear this year. You know what? And we're, hope that 2021 is not 2020. We're going to make a new resolution. We're all going to eat a new cheese each month. I no, love, I can't. See, and that's the no, thing. is We got to do it. I, I can't like do that, that yep. because I'm already not eating cheese. Well, you're going to eat cheese You're not now. eating cheese? Yeah, I I stopped eating. Or I cut back on a lot of cheese because it was making my stomach not happy. Uh, well, you can do it once a month. Yeah, once oh. a month is fine. You can do it thirty times a month. Can we pick a different food to do monthly? <laughs> okay, fine. cheese. One we'll new... try a different chili pepper every month. <laughs> okay, no, no, let's change that. We'll try a different pizza every month. That's cheese sure. with Wait. a different cheese on it. Wait, no. <laughs> that also sounds disgusting. Some cheese is not good melted. Just covered in blue cheese. Uh, well, Corey, you think about that while I talk about mine. Yeah. Um, I was following, going on hikes. I was specifically going on hikes, and I went on a lot more hikes this you past did. year. 
Um, eat a little healthier. Um, I've been cooking more the past couple months, so I want to continue that trend. And I want to go on a big trip. Now, obviously, that determines whether 2020 carries itself over into 2021. Um, but I want to go on a bigger trip. I think okay. I'll have to save my big, big trip going to Japan for probably 2022. 2022. But I want to do something big-ish. Okay. Biggin. A biggin trip. Biggin trippin'. Um, I already have one planned out for the beginning of New Year's. Is going to Utah. So yeah, I'll have already accomplished my resolution. It's not go. a big trip, though. Oh yeah, it's Utah. Blech. I mean, what? <laughs> it is travel. <laughs> sorry if you so live it's... in Utah, but I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty place. It's a pretty place. It's got pretty mountains. Yeah, it's a place. Any other resolutions from you guys? <laughs> You've never been. You shut your mouth. <laughs> nah, I mean, I'll bring Corey I this think... time. Hey, there you go. Impromptu take trip. some time off in July and, or January. One of those J you know months. What? Take off time in July and go on a trip in January. Why not? <laughs> and when your when your boss says, "What? Where were you this past week?" Be like, "I took off time in July for it." <laughs> you didn't know. You didn't know. I'm gonna it's, come in during July to work. It's always the J months. Yeah, they're <laughs> interchangeable. <laughs> no, yeah. I think uh, if we do have any others, then I'll let you know. Um, if you guys listening have any interesting resolutions that you want to share with us, let us know. Um, otherwise, rate, review, subscribe. Those three things always help us a lot. Um, you can find us on lots of social media, right? Hopefully. Discord, hopefully it's still Facebook, there. I, as Twitter. of right now, I'm pretty sure it's yeah. still there. If you look at something called Generally Casual, you might find us or you might find other casual products. Hey, but as we grow, we may be number one Google searched for casualness. For gen- that, no, 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 for generally casual, we have we have that market cornered. We do, we do. And if you're not generally casual, join us every single Wednesday for more casuals. <laughs> generally, gen- generally, or about Wednesday during the day or night, whenever I figure out buffer. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the the funny thing is it doesn't matter when you post buffer. The episode's already up. Yeah. Yeah, so you can check it without without needing to check our social media. I am consistent. Yeah, good job. That's, I am. Corey. You know what? That's my New Year's resolution for this year: stay consistent. Yeah, mine's get more consistent. Yeah, just do a little better. <laughs> hey, you've you've attained it. Yeah, if I do a couple of weeks on time, then we're good. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, thank you everybody for listening to our New Year's podcast. I hope your New Year's goes as well as ours. And we can all start 2021 on a much better foot than 2020 did. Let's go for an uptick. Yeah. Uptick. That's the goal for the year. Just one uptick. Maybe one foot outside the house for all of us. Thank you Maybe all. Maybe two. Maybe two. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. Mm, 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 mm. That's too many. Uh, thank you all for listening. And as always, stay fresh. Stay resolute. Stay optimistic. <laughs>